welcome to the Branding for Women podcast, where we come to connect with and learn from other female entrepreneurs like you. I'm your host, Carolee Brinton. Hello, friends. So excited to have you back to listen to part two of my interview with Bianca Spears. Um, super, super excited. Before we talked about how to use laughter in your life and using certain techniques to help you deal with stress, deal with anxiety, even labor. And so I'm really excited for her to be back with us today to talk about using laughter in your business. So thank you so much for coming back again, Bianca. I'm so excited to have you here. Thanks for inviting me back, Carolee. It's really cool to be chatting again. Oh, I'm just so excited. So maybe if you don't mind, you can give us a brief overview for anybody who may have missed the first episode on what lachnosis is, laughter yoga. So I guess I do several laughter modalities, lachnosis, laughter yoga, laughter wellness. And basically all of it comes down to laughing intentionally because we can choose to. Not because something's funny or not because we're forcing or faking or telling, you know, we don't need jokes or humor or comedy to be able to laugh and receive the benefits in our bodies, in our minds and in our lives. So it's about choosing the same way we can choose to breathe in and out. because laughter is just breath. So in a nutshell, that's what it's all about, is that simple choice to do something that you know is good for you, that feels good, that connects you with others and connects you more deeply with your own emotions and body and mind as well. Awesome. Perfect. That's a really great way to describe it. Thank you so much. I was talking with you a little bit before this and I was telling you about how I had just talked to my mom. I was like, I had this great interview with Bianca like a week or so ago and it was so great. And this is laughter yoga and laughter wellness and you should totally try it. She has all these videos online. (laughs) So I am such a big, I am turned on to this. This is so cool. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) I'd love to learn more from you about how we can use it in our business. Maybe talking through like some techniques we can use and like some of those like tense business situations or like how we can use it to promote our brands. So I'll just hand it over to you, you know, just (laughs) take it around with that. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll start with how I use it in my business because I guess then people can get an idea of what I'm doing and then we can expand to how others might use it because obviously not everyone is using laughter directly as their work and as what they're doing in their business. So one of the biggest ways I use laughter in my business outside of helping people to shift through blocks and things like that during sessions is for myself before I'm getting on like a sales call or a call with a potential client. If I'm feeling a bit nervous about it, one of the things I'll do is just laugh. Uh, and we spoke last last time about the different ways that you can laugh or what you can do to start laughing. For me, I guess because it comes easily to me, I just laugh as I walk around and I'm getting ready for that call or I'm sitting at my desk doing something else. I'll just laugh and laugh and laugh, like just gently, like not like outrageous, like rolling on the floor laughter. (laughs) But just using that laughter to shift the nervous energy and most importantly, the attachment to the outcome. Because when we're attached to a certain outcome, like, oh, I want to get this sale or I want want to land this person as a client or 
or whatever it is, like we're not actually fully present because we've got this agenda running in the background and we've got like, oh, what should I say next? Or where is this going to, like I need to direct it, the conversation a certain way. Whereas when we can use something like laughter or breathing or something to just ground us into the moment and allow us to detach from the outcome and be fully present with what's there, we can show up more fully for that person in that session or call or whatever conversation, whatever it is. And we can, yeah, just move within the moment. Like whatever's been said, you're fully listening to it and you're fully responding to that rather than having like in a plan. Uh, So I find that really helpful more often than not, the conversation goes really swimmingly after I've laughed because I get it on the phone, I'm happy, I'm relaxed, that energy, you know, is brought into the conversation and they really feel that as well. And then however the conversation goes, I don't really care, like, if I don't get the sale or whatever, I can be more like, well, if they're not working with me, then that's okay. Like, it's not aligned to work together right now rather than being like trying to force something, if that makes sense, which I know can be the way for a lot of entrepreneurs and I've seen it in the clients that I work with in helping them to build their business. There can come this desperation when you've launched your business and you're wanting to make money because you've put all this pressure on yourself. Your family and friends are wondering how your little business that you've started is going and you want to show them that you can make money and you want it to work and you desperately like, I know for me in coaching, when I started out like I just want to help people and I just want to have these amazing clients and like I just want to get going so I think that can be a common pitfall is to like force things and try and come from a space of desperation so tip number one is like laughing in the lead up to any tense conversation so it might be just a difficult conversation you're having with a business partner or with a client or with a supplier whatever type of business you're in maybe there's a difficult conversation that needs to be had or maybe there's something that's more like yeah more like sales or you know you can use this in your relationship too if you've got to say something awkward to your partner or there's something that often causes an argument like discharge the energy and the emotional drive that you have around it before you start the conversation and things can go a lot differently so that's one of the biggest ways that I use it personally behind the scenes and then, yeah, in building your brand with laughter, there's so many different different ways you can do that. I think it's important to mention here before we dive into that, that laughter releases, it, it reduces stress hormones and at the same time releases feel-good hormones. So you're releasing endorphins, you're releasing oxytocin, which is commonly known as like a bonding hormone. It's what it's why I teamed it in birth. I realized after the interview, I didn't really explain that, but the chemicals matched perfectly with what should naturally occur in birth anyway. I was kind of just kicking that into overdrive because oxytocin in birth, we're just going on a side tangent. (laughs) Um, It brings the breast milk in. It helps to birth the placenta after you've given birth to the baby and all that kind of thing. And the endorphins are also needed for, for the birthing process. So when we're talking about why we would bring that in in, our, in a business sense, oxytocin builds that bonding. So if you think of anyone you've ever smiled or laughed with, you feel a connection with that person. Like even if it's just for a moment, if something funny happens in the supermarket and you and a couple of strangers kind of smile at each other or like have a little giggle, you kind of connect with that person, even if just for one moment. 
you're also releasing serotonin and dopamine. Now, dopamine becomes addictive, and this is the chemical that's released when we're like, when people are addicted to online shopping. Even if we're addicted to drama in our lives, like dopamines, we get a dopamine hit when we, when we perform a certain habit over and over again. So, what would that mean for building your brand? Well, it means that one, you get to benefit from all of these things as well, because if you're laughing, your audience and your clients can be laughing as well. And I don't mean that you have to laugh in the same way that I do, like doing laughter exercises or just getting on camera and laughing for five or 10 minutes straight or something like that. That's definitely not necessary if you're not building a laughter business. But I can see a lot of people out there, you know, posting even just posting short, funny videos or little memes or things that relate to the beliefs that you have and to the core values of your brand, which is obviously really important as Carolee. I'm sure you agree. It's like not just about posting something funny for the sake of it. It definitely needs to be aligned with your brand. But I think showing that personality behind your brand is something of value as well because there's plenty of people. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. There's plenty of people doing what you do. And there's plenty of people out there taking themselves way too seriously and trying to be super professional and trying to be this and trying to be that. And if you can just let go of that and have a little bit of fun with it, people can see that and they're more attracted to that than anything that you might offer or what product you have or what price point you're at. They can really connect with that when you're showing your human self behind the brand, whether it's a huge business or whether it's a personal brand and it's just you. If you can show some of your heart and your sense of humor and your fun side, people want to get on board with that. They don't want boring and super serious. Like if they can choose between fun or serious, they're probably going to choose a little bit of fun and a little bit of tongue in cheek and a little bit of playfulness. Unless they're like super tight, like straight-lipped, like uptight people. And then you can ask yourself, like, are they the clients that I'm going for? And if they are, cool, stick to being super, super serious for those people. But if you feel that it's inauthentic to you or you feel like you could have a bit more fun in your brand by helping people to smile or to laugh just through sharing some fun stuff, like maybe a funny little quote or you know, a funny video of, I don't know, anything. I think some of the people I've got in mind right now are Lexi Panos and Preston Smiles. I don't know if you're familiar with them. We can Uh, put information in the show notes too so other people can find them. Yeah, so they're a husband and wife team. They are in the personal development space. They run some really amazing workshops and programs and things like that. And Alexi does, well, I think both of them do business mentoring things, but they will post just kind of pop culture, like funny videos of like, you know, a kid throwing a tantrum and then it'll just have a funny caption on it about like how you feel when you can't get toilet paper off the shelf or like whatever. Like it's not necessarily like super tied into personal development, but I guess that's the beauty of personal development is it covers all aspects of life. But it's just they have really feel-good feeds because you go there and you just you can kind of just click in, have a little laugh, like enjoy the stuff that's there. And, th- and that builds a bond with them where you know that anytime you see 
you know, their story or their feed or a post pop up. It's going to be something empowering because I guess that's what a lot of their stuff is about. Something that might occasionally, especially Preston, will kind of rattle the cage a bit and kind of get you thinking about something and kind of shake you up a little. But then you can also have a good laugh. And that's something that that I think is so important in building a brand is that people can walk away from your social media page or your shop front or a conversation with you or one of your staff and just feel good and feel connected. We'll hear your thoughts on this, Carolee. You're the brand expert here. I 100% agree with everything that you've been saying. And the more you talk, the more I'm thinking about like specific people that I've seen on social media. Yeah, just 100%. Every time this one girl who I'm not personally friends with, she's like an acquaintance's sister that I stumbled upon. (laughs) And um, she's hilarious. So (laughs) she just has like her personal account but she has so many followers because she shares these things that are really empowering but she also shares like her own personal little like funnies from the day and she's always laughing in them her laughter is really contagious and so every time her little bubble like her story bubble comes onto my feed on instagram i'm always like oh more from her like yeah i can't wait to I can't wait to see what she's talking about today. And sometimes it's just a bunch of ridiculous, crazy stuff that's hilarious. And then sometimes it's also like really meaningful, like empowering, insightful things. And she always pairs those things with like what she's going through. And Mm -hmm. she has this like very light attitude, very similar to yours, very light, very easy to, (laughs) easy to laugh, easy to smile, very contagious. And yeah, I have this reaction, like this internal reaction. I don't even know this person, but I want to be her friend. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I also think about like businesses. One that came to mind was Chipotle, which I don't know if Chipotle is like in Australia, but they're kind of like a Mexican. Like um, a Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, I think (laughs) I've been there when I've been in the States. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what they have here. And they're always, they're marketing, they're always posting memes and things like that. And so even though I'm not an avid consumer of their food, I follow their brand because their brand is awesome. Yeah, I'm always happy to see them. I'm happy to see what clever thing they're posting next. And it's usually very humor related. So I can see that as well. And then I was also thinking about the picture that comes on. For our listeners, we are you probably have already picked this up, but we do video interviews and then I put the audio on for the podcast. And so the picture that comes up before your video turns on is a picture of you laughing. And it's so amazing how much energy comes from just that picture. And it's like, okay, like my mood changes going from like, I'm going into another meeting. Like I want to be really professional. I want to make sure I'm on my game. I have all these questions I want to ask and I'm excited but that's not always the first emotion that comes through when you're preparing for like a big meeting or recording yourself having a conversation. Like it's a little bit nerve wracking. So <laughs> yeah. Um, but your picture pops up and it's like all of those emotions kind of disappear. And I'm like, oh yeah, Bianca, she's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's something to touch on as well. It's like, we have mirror neurons in our brain and like if someone's smiling at us, whether it be in a picture that we're looking at or whether it's face-to-face, we want to smile back. Like it's part of 
our nature, like it's inbuilt that we will smile back. So that's something as well where, you know, if you're, especially if you have a personal brand or you have photos of your staff, you know, allowing that smile and that genuine inner smile, not just like the 30% customer service smile, but like a true smile to come through can really just do wonders and people want to watch I know I used to, I haven't seen her stuff for a long time, but I follow a, a chick and I'm connected with a chick on Facebook and she actually reminds me a lot of me. She's got this giant smile and whenever she's talking on video and stuff, I just want to keep watching her. Like it doesn't really matter what she's saying. I'm just like so drawn to talking, uh, like to listening to her talk and to watching her because she's got this giant smile a lot of the time and just this, yeah, very easy nature about her. So I think that's important and even even a pop of colour, like the, the image that you were speaking about of me like smiling and laughing that's on Zoom here is, you know, it's got a bright teal background and I'm wearing a yellow dress and it's very vivid and brightly coloured. And even in my own personal social media, like I've thought about that recently because colour can do so much as well. I came across an Instagram account called Gala Darling, I think she's called. And she's very, to me, like very candy, like very lots of pink, lots of bubblegummy kind of, you know, pastel-y colours. She's got bright pink hair. It just seems some time ago she had purple hair, like the fake nails, the big lips, like colourful lipstick, like glitzy is the wrong word. I was trying to explain her to someone the other day. But she's very like on her Instagram, you see what I mean. She's very uh, rainbow but not like it's this specific like, yeah, pastel kind of colour tone um, theme that she's gone with. And it's fun. It's so fun to just look at her profile and she's got this bright pink hair and she might be wearing this silver like jumpsuit and it's very like out of this world kind of feel. But she has some really great messages and, yeah, the the colours and stuff, just you look over her profile and I just feel happy. Like I'm just like, yay, like so much colour and fun going on here. And, yeah, it just comes back to that. If you can build that with your brand, no matter what you do, if you have a cleaning service, like, you know, yeah, people want a good cleaning job done, but can you show a little bit of, like, fun in what you do? You know, can you show your staff having a good time listening to music while they're cleaning an office building at 6 a.m. or something? Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is, but it allows you to be a bit more creative with your marketing as well because, as I've said, like, Everyone out there, almost everyone is doing the serious professional thing and it's done to death and it's not necessarily genuine and it's not necessarily showing the heart of how your business actually operates. Yeah, you're right. Um, Just thinking about there are a lot of people where this type of fun, bubbly, colorful personality comes like very natural to them. And then there's also like those people who maybe that's not like their natural self, they they are a little bit more serious, more realistic. They're more, maybe they're more of a numbers person. Maybe they're, you know, I don't want to like put people in specific categories, but maybe that's not like your natural inclination. Yeah. And I know that maybe that's even something that I struggle with. It's not my natural inclination, but I surround myself with a lot of people where 
they are naturally a more bubbly and optimistic person. And so I kind of like borrow that energy a little bit in my life. And I have some business partners that are the same way. So you could look at tying humor and that lightheartedness and laughing into your business that way. But also just think about what fits for you. What's good for you? What do you laugh at? What do you find relaxing and enjoyable and humorous? Like maybe it's more of the meme route and maybe it's more of a sarcastic humor and that's um, maybe a better fit for you and just figure out ways to implement things like that into your brand. And Mm -hmm. it'll attract like the same group of people. Usually the people you're trying to attract to your brand are very similar to yourself because you're passionate about a certain thing in your message and your personality gives you certain inclinations to be passionate about that. And so people that are attracted to that are really just attracted to you. And they're the type of people you'd be friends with. They're the type of people that you really identify and relate to. And so use humor in a way that comes very natural to you. And that's also going to speak to your target client as well. Yeah. And it could be anything like, yes, we're, we're talking here mostly about laughter, but I think any fun and play, like you might do a funny face Friday where you do a selfie of you or your staff or a different staff member each week where you guys are pulling a funny face and that's what you post on a Friday and you get other people to comment on Facebook with their funny photo or something. Or you might, you might literally even put up like a bad dad joke or something like you might have a dad joke of the month or or something like that that can kind of people can get on board with it and they can be involved and a dialogue can begin and that's an important thing too is like having that interaction where people want to engage with your content rather than just seeing that you've posted you know whatever your skincare products or a cleaning special that you're doing or you know some discount or whatever that's all well and good, but if they can interact with it and they can kind of have some fun with it in their own lives as well, that can be fun. I know through TikTok and stuff, people have become a bit more playful and, you know, there's staff members doing dances together and things like that. So I think we're very much in a time where that's taking off now and people are seeing that that's a really powerful thing for their business and their brand. Definitely. That's a really good insight to consider how TikTok is affecting social media world because that's exactly what it is, is people are just becoming more playful. They have to be more authentic if they're recording videos of themselves. They have to like show up candidly because, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can rehearse a video so many times, but there's still going to be like that human element in there that's very like real and a lot of people don't do that and it's just very like raw. And so when you think about how that has spilled over into other platforms like we see people sharing tiktok videos on instagram and on facebook and in other places and that's where you see a lot of engagement because people are like oh this video was so great it was so interactive engaging like i enjoyed myself it was entertaining it brought up a lot of really great concepts i've also seen very like inspiring motivational ones but it's just like thinking about how tiktok has boosted engagement in the social media world is because people are just being so candid and lighthearted. And so even if you're not on TikTok, you can introduce some of those same principles into your marketing on other platforms as well. Yeah. So I feel like that's it. That's just like, bam, punchline. That's it. <laughs> that's the takeaway, people. <laughs> awesome. If you don't mind, I had a follow-up question about 
laughing practices like before you go into a more tense situation, especially for mm-hmm. business. So you talked about kind of laughing gently as you're preparing, mm-hmm. going around yeah. the house or the office preparing for your meeting. And then is there any other like exercise that you would do, like certain ways to breathe or would you, how do you even get to the point of laughing on your own? Cause I feel like that's almost a learned skill as well. So do you have yes, any suggestions? It definitely, is. it definitely is. So I guess um, what you could do in the meantime is yeah, jump on YouTube or something and either go for a laughter session I mean to be perfectly honest it's easier to go to a laughter session than to try and find a funny video unless you have something that you know and you can punch in exactly what it is and you can go to it and it'll make you laugh there's a British tv show called The Mighty Boosh and I used to watch a segment of Old Greg and that used to make me laugh all the time so back in the day I was doing door-to-door sales and I would get really tired and frustrated and be like I don't know how to translate it into Fahrenheit. It'd be really, really hot in summer and I'd be outside walking around, knocking on people's doors and I would just sit every couple of houses sometimes and like play a video or whatever just to get myself laughing and get myself out of the mood that I was in or the frustration that I had just from being out in the heat. So that if you know of something that's like guaranteed to make you laugh, then you can go to that or like a little clip from one of your favorite movies or something that's funny to you. Otherwise, going to a session. So something to describe via audio. I'm always so used to demonstrating on video. Uh, So there's one where you start your laughter ignition. So you imagine you have a key in your hand and just somewhere in the center of your chest is your laughter ignition. So you're going to take the key and you're going to pop it in the ignition. You're going to turn the key, but your engine might take a while to get started. So the first time you turn it, there's just one little sound that comes out like, huh. And then you turn it again and it goes twice. (laughs) And then you turn it again, it goes three times. (laughs) And then it's off and running. Now, for most people, that's it. Like, that's probably as long as they could laugh for naturally. But as you build this over and over, it it becomes more natural. I think I described seesaw laughter on our last one, where you might go down, like physically, or if you're sitting in an office chair, you don't have to go down physically, or have some real fun with it and put your office chair up and down <laughs> if it's one of those. A seesaw laughter, you can go down. And on the down, you're doing like a deeper, almost like a Santa laugh, but also finding your genuine laugh within that depth. So you go down and be like, <laughs> and then you go up in a high pitch. <laughs> uh, so that's a really easy one as well. And something that's really, really effective and one of my favorite ways to start a laughter session, like the first laughter exercise, is something called zipper laughter, uh, which is basically just a a mouth-closed laughter. So you pretend to zip your mouth closed and then you laugh with your mouth closed. For whatever reason, when we're told we can't laugh or we need to laugh silently, everyone just wants to burst out laughing. So if you can silent laugh or like laugh with your mouth closed, especially if you're doing it with someone else when you make the eye contact and you're both trying not to laugh out loud it will almost guaranteed 
make you burst out laughing. Let's do it now, actually. We can do it right now and we can just see what it sounds like for the audio. So we're going to zip our mouths closed and listeners, you can join in as well. Back up. Carolee laughed. Lasted about half a second. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This whole thing has been so hard because it's hard not to like, (laughs) it's like you can't talk at the same time or else you can't hear either party. And so it's been really hard to like not laugh while you're talking. Yeah, you're doing it now too. Like the silent laughter where you're just like holding back so hard. That's been me this whole time. And it was so funny when I can tell that you're really good at this now because as you're demonstrating the simple techniques to like start the laughter, like I can tell it's triggering you into like your, your normal laughter that you're like really used to by now. And so you had to like hold back just to finish the demonstration before you could let it go. <laughs> and it was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I guess guys, if you need a tool to come back to, you can just mark the time on this audio and you can come back here and laugh with us through those few exercises so yeah there's any number of different laughter exercises you could do or you could start in your belly with a ho-ho and then move to like you can just move your hands up and down your body with it like so focusing on your belly you can go ho 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 and then <laughs> and then up towards your head you can go <laughs> yeah so many different exercises I love it that you could do, but I think that's a little, little, little bunch that you can keep, keep up your sleeve. I really appreciate that. I'm definitely going to be trying these. Remind us again how to find you on YouTube, and you also do the Zoom courses as well. I believe. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So the monthly laughter sessions I do are online via Zoom. So they are a group session, so they're super interactive, very different to the YouTube because we're actually in real time. (laughs) We can actually talk to each other. In Laughter Wellness, we're building positive energy, not just about the energy of laughter. So we do really great stuff where we're sharing something um, positive each month. So it might be something we're thankful for or grateful for. It might be just happy news from our lives. Uh, And quite often as well, I make it a practice to go shift through some other not-so-nice stuff. (laughs) I was like, I don't know what language I can use on this podcast. (laughs) Let's keep it PG. Yeah, just shifting through maybe anger or frustration or stress. Last month we went through, or this month actually, we went through awkward situations. So that was really funny. We were doing, you know, laughing. You know how elevators are just so awkward when you get in a lift with someone and it's like, you don't even want it to be awkward, but for whatever reason, it just is. So we were doing that, laughing with that, um, laughing with imagining someone farted in the elevator, Um, just kind of like, just having fun and playing with some of these situations. We then went into those segments we usually bring out something if you're wanting to bring it forward that's something that's stressing you out or something that frustrates you or something that's awkward for you or a situation from the past so in those group sessions we can really bring all that in and allow you to have a really cool personal transformation with the support of the group as well so yeah they're really fun 
they're really fun. And then at the end of each session, we have a laughter meditation where it's just rolling laughter. And by that stage, it's pretty good and it's very contagious in a group situation when everybody's laughing and laughing and laughing. You may end up with sore cheeks and abs, but that's okay. Uh, and then, yeah, we finish up just with the grounding exercise, often intention setting or something like that as well to kind of set you on a good foot to leave the session and to take the positive energy out into the world with you. That's amazing. Uh, we'll put the links in the show notes as well for them to go and find this. Also, your social media links will be in there from what you mentioned last time. We'll throw those yeah, in. Perfect. Do you want to tell us once more for anyone who maybe just didn't catch the first episode what your social media links are? Oh, yeah, sure. So uh, YouTube forward slash Bianca Spears. And then on Instagram and Facebook, I am Bianca.Spears. And my website is BiancaSpears.com. Wonderful. Great. Thanks so much. Oh, I just really enjoyed no our conversation today. <laughs> Me I'm, too. I'm super, super excited. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you again and doing these classes with you and looking up online and showing my mom. And <laughs> it's <been> really great. <laughs> Yeah, I would love to have you and your mom along. <laughs> and, oh, I didn't mention, but the first session is free for you guys. The first session of those monthly laughter sessions is always free. Awesome. That's even better. Okay, great. We'll put all of that information in the notes. And we look forward to seeing everybody there. It'll be awesome. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Branding for Women podcast. If you love this episode as much as I did, please subscribe and leave a review. Have a great weekend.